Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Tuesday, January 24, 2023. We are looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Well, let's take a look at the market. First, from the daily chart perspective, we're going to talk about some upside target slash objectives, assuming they stay bullish. We're not assuming anything. And then we'll talk about where this market gets into trouble in the southern direction. What are the numbers that cracks the bull case and turns it into a different kind of case? We're going to look at a multitude of charts. We're going to look at some long-term charts. We're going to look at some shorter-term charts, some intraday charts. We're going to learn stuff And we're going to get a sense for what's coming, for example, tomorrow and possibly into Thursday. Let's start with this. The market's been in a pretty decent uptrend since the low that was made on the 22nd of December. That creates what I like to call an on-time type of situation. So here we have a small quandary. The market is in an uptrend above all the moving averages. It made a new high yesterday. They closed above an important place. What's that important place? It's the breakdown candle high that they closed above yesterday. And that in and of itself is a signal of bullish behavior. And what's also interesting is you'll notice that today, not two cents above, but two cents below, below the high of that same breakdown candle. So they closed above it yesterday by a little bit and below it today by two cents. That's a choice. There are no accidents nor coincidences across the market. Everything is done by design, and we're not going to make a federal case out of closing two cents below, or back below, I should say, the breakdown candle high. That was an important place and created or required, I should say, a lot of energy to get up there yesterday on another update from Friday took a lot of energy, it took a lot of velocity to get up and close above that price. That meant the bulls are in control. So was closing today a signal or was it just closing today below and essentially all they're doing is eating time off the clock? That's one of the questions we're going to try and uncover as we look at some other charts for clues slash evidence. Staying on the big picture for a moment, we will notice that the S&P 500, the cash index itself, was down three points today. That's nothing. That's basically a flat day. And we'll have a little intermission. I noticed out of the corner of my eye that Microsoft has reported their earnings. They are getting the proverbial pop after the closing bell. 256.90 is where they're headed. They're not there yet. But by the time you watch this video, they may have already gotten there and had a reaction back down in the other direction. 256.90, you don't need a sticky note because it'll have already happened by the time you watch the video. But more importantly, the reason I bring this up is because this can have a positive impact and as having a positive impact on the overall market after the close. So that's something that we need to watch tomorrow. We had an update on Friday, an update on Monday, a nothing burger day on Tuesday, do we get follow-through Wednesday and beyond? 
Is the 240 chart telling us anything? Well, we had this velocity move on this candle ending at 13.30 or 1.30 in the afternoon on Monday. And what they're essentially doing is having what we call a pullback slash bearish, wedgish, flaggish kind of thing inside of that most recent breakup candle in the sequence. That's the way we read the 240 chart. This is poised to go higher until or unless they get below the low, 395.72, below the low on this particular chart of that break up candle and close a 240-minute candle below that low. That's the read on the 240. 120, same routine. They have had an up move. They're having a pullback slash flaggish slash wedgish kind of situation going on. Same routine. It's just stretched out a little bit from the 240, but this will normally resume and another move to the upside. Let's say that does happen. Has anything changed from what we discussed last night? 407.19 up to 408 and a quarter, I think was the number, 408.20, something like that. That's a zone where the market can get pulled up to and likely find overhead resistance up in that area if, in fact, a chart like this, the 240, the 120, is signaling another move higher out of this particular situation. Do we see anything different on the hourly chart? Not really. We have an up move and we have the same pullback, bullish, wedgish kind of formation above all the moving averages. They're essentially eating time off the clock, building energy for the next move. Now on this chart, what I would use here is this low of 397.64, start giving up that low, and the complexion or complexity on this particular chart will have changed from looks like an up move to looks like they're doing something different. We have to get some downside stuff going. For right now, the chart is bullish, the tape is bullish, and remember, we have an on-time type of situation, so what we're looking out for is that they've already put in a high and begin to have a pullback formation. Does the bullish pattern above all the moving averages, closing above the breakdown candle high, does all that take away the importance of the on-time situation? Does what happened over the last couple of trading days supersede, if you will, and put 407 to 408 on the table? From a very, very near-term perspective, we can certainly use 400 as a near-term or short-term benchmark. Giving back up 400 after recapturing the big fat round number would be the first signal that not necessarily is the whole thing in the bullish camp. Let's review inside the numbers. We'll go through the commentary, and then we won't circle back to stocks on the move, Primarily because there was some kind of glitchy thing going on in the market this morning. A lot of the stocks have these wicked candles. There was some stuff that wasn't registering. Some stuff didn't open up right away. And some other stocks got real whippy. They had big spikes and big drops, snapbacks and all that stuff. So there was a problem either with the feed to everybody's trading platform or there was a problem underneath the covers in the market today. So we'll just leave that alone. Nothing hit its numbers anyway except one thing. We'll take a look at that later real quick. 
It was turnaround Tuesday, and at zero dark 30, we've got a little tiny pullback on our hands. Putting things in perspective, they're just back under the big fat round number. We always want to look from large to small, especially when we first show up in the morning. What's the big picture? Even if it's the same big picture as yesterday, we want to start with the big picture and work from there. We have to have a sense for what the market's actually trying to do in the big picture, and it may be something completely different than she's doing first thing in the morning. Some business to be done first thing in the morning may have nothing to do with what the big picture is from an hourly chart, 120 chart, 240 chart, daily chart. The small stuff can produce a trade in the morning trade type of window, and it can be, certainly is sometimes, and a lot of times, counter to what the big picture is. If the big picture is the markets grinding higher and the markets pulling back in the morning, we're interested in an uptrend to be buying a pullback. Hence, you'll see that unfold inside the numbers today. The trade plan, if you will, was to buy a pullback. So here we have, let's say they pull back some more. What's the schematic and where are the support numbers we can expect a bull bear battle at the very least? Well, for starters, the former number, 400.23, we're going to say below that and the door is open for a normal garden variety retracement. And you see right here, there is some support that comes with a test and spike of 399. If below, the door opens for a test and spike of 398. And if below, there's another number down there. We didn't need that today. We'll get more on that later on as we go through the notes. Any of the aforementioned numbers can bounce the tape. The flip side is getting above yesterday's close of 400.60, opens the door and big picture stuff first, back up to 402 for starters. Now let's see what happens when we narrow things down as the morning bell gets closer and closer. So right away we had some morning thieves that showed up and they weren't necessarily morning thieves as much as maybe they were helping with the pullback operation. So 921, here's the situation. The support zone begins with a spike of 398. Now you got to know all the numbers in both sides of the tape. It's the gateway toward a lower portion of the zone. That's 397.62. And if below, there's another number down there. So what that does is it makes... 397.90 to 396.72, the rather wide but zone of support and area, they should have a bull bear battle and bounce back in the other direction. There's your spike of 398. We're saying it's 397.90. So what I say down here a little bit lower is traders can buy them both, one or the other. It's a long trade opportunity. They start with a scalp with potential. And you know the routine, right of the vertical is today's activity. Herein lies a five-minute SPY chart. 397.90 is the number you see on the board. This was the shallow spike of 398, making a low here of 397.98. They did it one more time. It became a manner in which, but from a morning schematic perspective, this was the beginning of the area that we were expecting a bull-bear battle and a change in direction for a run back up in the northern direction. They start with a scalp with potential.
pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. A spike of 398 is the beginning of the support zone. That was a highlight. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart and double check the work. The market was rather quiet most of the day. They did some movement. We had the important numbers. We had the resistance area. Look up here at 11 o'clock. 401.35, that's the upside numbers after they already made a low. 401.35 and then 402. And they did come up a little bit short of 401.35. Up here, the high of day was 401.15. Pause the video. Read the notes. Go back to the chart to double check the work. Now watch this. I put this on the board pretty much right before it happened. Kind of happened quickly after I made the note, and I was actually on air when I noticed it, meaning in the live room, giving a uh, update around lunchtime. So if below 400, the next door opens for 399.25, which is our bear pivot, which means it's important. You'll see that before in the notes if you read them. Below 399 and a quarter opens the case for the bear stuff in the afternoon. So that's an important spot. And guess what? Look over here. Right around noontime, 399 and a quarter, and they ricocheted off that number. Look here at the end of the day. Our bear pivot, it's important to know your numbers. If you're an intraday trader or interested in the intraday activity, come check out Inside the Numbers. We have the intraday schematic and the important numbers for our traders each and every day. Here is the list of stocks on the move. It does register that Triple M and Verizon hit their numbers, but like I said earlier, it was a little bit wacky around the opening bell today. There was something going on, so that didn't actually happen. Here's one more that came up later on in the morning session. I gave it to the live room members. 2940 was the number. The zone was 2940 down to 29. They bottomed out at 2911, turned around, went back in the other direction, gave you the base hit, and then some. Base hits put you in the Hall of Fame. We're looking for high probability trade setups. This one came up during the morning session. Anything doing with the Camp IWM people? And the answer is not really. They're just doing the same thing they were doing yesterday. Yesterday they had an up day. Today they're just eating time off the clock, down one-third of one percent. Nothing really happened. We cannot derive any information from this particular chart today. Hourly chart, above all the moving averages, eating time off the clock, building energy to do what? To get above this big time breakdown candle high. That's what she's doing. She runs up, she kind of runs a test, makes an attempt to run a test, can't get there, runs out of steam, needs to rebuild some energy, needs to refuel, pull into the fueling station, charge up the vehicle, ready for the next leg of the trip. That's the way these things work. Back below 185, and things don't look so rosy as they are well above 185. Right now, they're above. We take the market at face value. If it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, it's a duck until something else emerges. We will, however, call the IWM as having some level, not a lot, but some level of relative weakness today against the SPY. And then we look at the folks down at the transportation department, and again, relative weakness, but they're in a good position on the chart. When you look at the daily chart, all it was was a pullback and a test of yesterday's low or in the vicinity 
of yesterday's candle low. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. And that happens to be garden variety market behavior. They do that kind of stuff all the time. Now, you get below yesterday's low, and it opens up the door for some other stuff. But that's not where they are now. Now they're just eating time off the clock after have running a test. Period. Any new information from the Q people? Same routine as all the other charts. Eating time off the clock. A little bit of relative strength against the SPY, but nothing extraordinary that we can draw from today's behavior. Above yesterday's high opens the door for another run into the 200-period moving average, likely up to around 295. How about the financials? They were relatively flat today by the end of the day. What did they do? They ran a test of yesterday's breakup candle low and bounced back in the other direction, just like the other chart. That is a bullish signal. It's bullish behavior. Take the market at face value. We treat each chart independent of one another. Nothing bearish with the financials above all the moving averages. Eating time off the clock still underneath the weekly chart 100 period moving average as discussed last night. Nothing bearish on this chart. Smash Mouth after yesterday's big up day, they just didn't go any higher. They pulled back a buck and a half after yesterday's big time up move. That's really just a little pullback. We're not going to read anything more into that. 234.59, which represents this horizontal line, is the breakout area. The market broke out above that high yesterday and retained that high today. What was the low of day today after running a test? Low of day was 234.90 against 234.59. That's a bullish signal. They didn't even get down all the way to run the test. However, the flip side is getting back below that price 234.59, closing daily below that, will open the door down for another test around 230. That's the way Smash Mouth shapes up. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. It was a rather slow day. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.